What's up, happy people? And welcome back to another episode of Perception is a Bitch. Okay, The Rock. You know, let me do what I do. Back up, boo. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ludicrous. (laughs) You know, I came across this quote the other day, and we're going to talk about this shit. Because this quote be saying, and this is some real shit, y'all. As we grow up, we rarely lose friends. We just gradually figure out who the fucking real ones are. That's some perception is a bitch shit right there. Let's get into it. All right, all right. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Like, in the last five seconds, 30 seconds, however long that fucking intro was, I was, what, The Rock, Ludacris, and then at the end, which we didn't get recorded, I'm Matthew McConaughey. Do I, do, do I have a split yeah, personality? There's a like, for that. There, there, there's, it's medically diagnosed, okay? Because, like, you be calling me all these men's names, and I'm just a little confused. You need medication. As to who you think I am. <laughs> You need medication. <laughs> you need, I'm on medication. <laughs> no, you need more. You need, <laughs> you, what you need requires a prescription. <laughs> but anyway, anyway. What would I, you do without me? Your life would be pull up, pull way up. too normal <laughs> without me. <laughs> And what's wrong with that? It'd be like that dude doing crosswords and pen, thinking it's cool or some shit. What's wrong with that? What's with that? Your little filing cabinet in the corner. Your tax returns. Do you have something against accountants and people who do crossword puzzles? Are you being ageist right now? Are you stereotyping I'm, grandparents? You're four years older than me. I'm just, I'm just saying that, you know, I keep your life interesting. Not wrong. Speaking of interesting, pull up that fucking quote because I I disagree with that quote, and we we got to talk about I know, this. I know. I, I, okay, pull pull up this the quote. Be, I already had it up. What do you P- pull it up. Pull it up because I need to read it. I need to read it. I need to read the. Uh... Okay, so this 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 is first of all this is the problem with motherfuckers. We just want to put quotes on the what internet. I just quoted it in the intro. You've already forgotten. You have to read it, and now I think you are old. I'm being ageist. <laughs> Look at an old man. This is the problem with somebody says a quote online and then people like Sarah just regurgitate these quotes like it's facts without having to think for themselves like, you know, this shit. <laughs> it may, it's a good quote. Okay, is okay. It, that's let, a perception. Is some bitch quote. Okay, let, let me read the quote. a perception in real time moment. That was a paradigm shift. Let me see. Let me see the quote. Right. So the quote says, as we grow up, we rarely lose friends. We just gradually figure out who our real ones are. Now, Deji is going to remix the quote like it was fucking supposed to be written in the first place. It should have said, as we grow up, mm-hmm. we rarely lose friends. Okay. So far, so good. We just realize we never had any. <laughs> <laughs> what you thought were friends were mostly acquaintances that you were tied to based on proximity convenience. and co- convenience and ah. context. If the quote had said that, out of giving it that's the Deji, that's a fucking long quote. It's a better quote. Out of giving it the, that's I should the Deji stamp of approval. That's something I should do. I should just go through all the quotes on the internet ever written, 
and just just start remixing them. Maybe that that's my niche. Maybe that's my niche. You know how some rappers make a living from remixing like great songs, mm-hmm. doing I, a verse or something. I could have figured out how to. You know what? This is for another episode. <laughs> so okay, so so friendships. This is how this conversation and this topic came about today. This one's probably gonna get deep. I feel. This, I feel this, like we're this gonna is get, get deep some, very like, raw, right? Very quick, tough. very quick. Yeah, yeah. So we're on opposite ends and some shit too. I think. Yes, we we think different about this whole friend thing. So this is how this conversation this week started. Sarah and I are driving in a car, and I have this flashback moment in my mind where I remember a friend. So I, I said, Sarah, you know what? One of the most hurt, uh, hurtful things that anyone has ever said to me was I, I had this friend, we were really close. This was about 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. And he he had a baby and I thought we were good friends. I mm-hmm. thought I thought this guy was my best friend or fucking close. He had a baby and I just casually in passing said, you know what, man? You know, maybe I won't be babysitting your kid sometime in the future. You know? Yeah. And I think it was one of those like you dropped in conversation, more like even an afterthought. Like, man, you ever need a babysitter? Just let me know. Let me know. Like, it was some in passing like, like that, not, right? We not, weren't we weren't even talking about it. It was just in passing. Yeah. And his knee jerk response to me was, "Yeah, nah, man, I I would never let you around my kid." And you know how like sometimes a friend says some shit to you. And you have a paradigm shift in real time. <laughs> Still my lines. Yeah, that was episode uh, eight. <laughs> Go check out podcast number eight, paradigm shift in real time. So I'm having a paradigm shift in real time because I just heard who I thought was my best friend say one of the- He don't even the, like you enough to let you watch his kid. Yes, like I'm some pedophile shit like that that's how i felt like, like when you're a stranger off the street like i'm not leaving my kid with you when he said that shit to me i have never felt that dirty in my i felt i felt gross i felt dirty i i feel like you know t- uh you five like years done something wrong five years worth because i had been friends with him for five years at the time five years worth of friendship just flashed by in like two seconds and i had a wide array of complex thoughts and emotions go through my head in that two seconds because I was like, for the you have first to react time, still you're in the moment. The you paradigm, the paradigm shift in real time was realizing, having this epiphany, that how I thought my friend perceived me through these last five years may not actually be how he really perceives mm-hmm. me. Like I'm, I'm having this paradigm shift in real time. Like oh, oh, okay. He don't, this motherfucker does not see me the way I think he sees me. How does he see me? Like, you still don't know that. I still don't don't know. know I still don't know. Like, we we haven't really had a conversation Mm -hmm. since that moment. Right. You were pretty young then, so you didn't have all this uh, knowledge, skills. I didn't have all these uh, soft skills developed. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) You're a little bitch. That's what we call that. You're a little bitch. You're like, okay. It ran away. It was weird. Like, where do you go from? And I'm sure if you're listening to me right now, most of you probably having flashbacks in your mind, remembering a moment like that where a friend who you thought was a close friend said some shit to you themselves, and and you're having 
a, a paradigm shift in real time where you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, it's like that. Like, Sometimes that's how you see me. Sometimes don't even say this shit. Like, I mean, I fucking had a friend just ghost me. I you mean, had multiple friends ghost you. Fuck. But one in particular, complete. I'm talking like you, you have had friends like we drift apart or like they, they didn't show up at a moment when they should have. And you're like, OK, that was a shitty thing. To, They're like, supposed not to be at your wedding, but when yeah. at the wedding, you I had know. bridesmaids who like, yeah, the week before the wedding, I'm like, ah, oh, man, you know, it's just expensive to fly. And I'm like, um, it, did that become a new thing <laughs> this week? Like <laughs> if oh, you're my best friend, you're just supposed to be you figure yeah. out how you get to the wedding. Shit, and then I'm like, I'll fucking pay for the flight. Whatever. No, no, no. I'm just busy just, this week. You know, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm All not right, going to be busy you know, that week. Shit. Let me know what you really think, man. Um, and then I had one in particular that I... This one bothers me because I fucking don't know what happened and that's the shit that drives me bananas because then i'm like friendships you lose and you're like what the fuck happened you know the moment the shit went down with your friend you're like oh oh okay shit shit went down yeah this was the moment it got awkwardly silent for a few seconds yes but you have that moment with this friend like i have no moment all of a sudden i'm blocked on social media um not returning my calls or texts like nada yeah you used to be like deji i can't find her anymore like, oh, could you see geez. if you're still friends with them like yeah she's still friends with me but yeah, it looks like she's <laughs> like, blocked you <laughs> i can't see shit. now i'm having a second paradigm shift because i'm like she can't wait she can't want to be friends with me and not want to be friends with sarah so it's only a matter of time Probably before just didn't I- <laughs> think about it like ah, like oh i forgot to she hated you she hated you so much she, i was i wasn't even a thought the, she went out of her way to block me that's the shit like i get passively growing apart but like to have that kind of visceral reaction that you cut someone out of your life completely. I must have done some shit or someone said did I did. Did you fuck her husband? You know, I wasn't going <laughs> to tell you, but, you know. I'm just, I'm trying to think you through know, all the men. Gotta get many. that dick in anyway. I can't. I'm just trying to think through all the men he... <laughs> If I didn't understand, the layers of- yeah, yeah, like where could, how could you hate, anyway, 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 I, 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 I sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. I, I, it bothers me to this day, and it's been years, because you don't like know, like six, seven years ago, but I'm like, I just, I just want to fucking know, like, did I say something, I hadn't had a conversation with in like a week, and the last time we left, I had talked to her, I'd been on good terms, everything's happy, so I literally just don't know what fucking happened and i've always kind of felt like maybe somebody said i said some shit i didn't say or were like like someone was behind the scenes doing some know. shit I don't you know. were losing a lot of weight back then you know bitches were just hating just off that too yeah so, I, but, did, but, I was the duff um if you don't know what that is as the designated D- ugly, ugly friend, friend. Ugly the D-U-F. Fat friend. yeah the d-u-f-f yeah <laughs> so i was that friend and then i when i got hot i guess you would say by some people's you were standards, the hot friend. I guess. You were the hot friend. Um, That's when you got my attention. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you, I got my attention before the weight loss. Yeah, you helped me get hot. I, I, I could see the diamond in the rough. I saw I saw Tesla <laughs> at 200 bucks. You shot easy pussy. That's what you saw. No, no. I, I, I saw I saw a, a great company at a discount price. <laughs> <laughs> That's an investment right there. I saw... I saw uh, didn't know you was going to wifey that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I, I I knew. I was like, hey, you know my philosophy. Never risk having intercourse with a girl you wouldn't want to see have a baby by you. So yeah. if, if I'm... It's a good rule of thumb. If, yeah. Would you have a baby with this person? 
no, no don't fuck that, her. That's probably not Not good. even with a condom, man. Yeah. Don't do it. Just walk away. Those those things don't work. Why would you work. put yourself in a position to catch feelings for somebody like that? Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's which is worse, worse, the baby or the feelings? The feelings is worse. Like, it, it, it's like, look, if there's somebody I just don't like, even if they offered sex, I wouldn't take it. On the off chance See, that I catch I feelings trust for you. <laughs> this is why I can trust you in marriage. Oh, the bar like, is oh, so well, low. Um, my friends want to go to a bachelor party at a strip club. That's fine, honey. Have fun. Have fun. I trust you. The bar is so There's, low for me. You no, know, it's so high. Like, you are so, like, because for you to actually like a woman enough to want to have a baby with her. Or to catch feelings for or her. Or to catch feelings um the bar for that yeah, right, you ain't gonna right. find that's like you might meet um who's an epic hot chick kate beckinsale that's oh your, yeah, that's yeah, your, yeah 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 like if, yeah if I, if I, I don't mind catching she feelings. might <laughs> she I might I, win you kate away. beckinsale i don't mind catching feelings for you <laughs> <laughs> i don't either <laughs> this this can happen Me i'm and with Sarah you we'll figure it out <laughs> we'll, we'll work it out we'll work it out <laughs> Okay, so, so go back to your point. Go. ask her what she sees in you that she doesn't see in me. <laughs> oh, a lot. A lot. Is it the chocolate skin? I mean, where do you want me to begin? Hey, but I got these nice tits. You don't have that. You don't I, have the I, TNA. I, I think she... Anyway, anyway. Make your point. Go go back to your point. So at least, so I knew I knew why... I, I knew the moment where my friendship ended. We are on one tonight. We are so Yeah, goofy. so for y'all wondering what we're drinking, it's the 1-800... Uh. Uh, Coconut tequila, tequila, but Sarah Sarah decided to add 300 milligrams of caffeine into the tequila, so we're up and (laughs) down right now. We did the strawberry jalapeno rains, rain energy energy drink, drink. yeah, with the tequila. I said, let's just add some diet soda. She said, no, that's for pussies. (laughs) So now we're talking a mile a minute and we're tipsy at the same damn time. Two things can be true at the same time. You can you can be energized and fucked up. Oh, we're probably so annoying right now. They're gonna turn the podcast off. Nah. Like these bitches. <laughs> so anyway, you you okay? So I didn't know. You I didn't, didn't know, know what the fuck was going. I on. I knew what went wrong where my friendship yeah. ended. You didn't. I didn't. And it, 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 For almost every friendship that you've lost, you you mostly never understood why. Yeah. Maybe that says something about you. <laughs> I know, right? Am I a shitty friend? Old friends, if you're listening to this, which my friends aren't listening to this because they're not my friends anymore, so they don't give a shit what I'm doing. Uh, Curiosity kills but cats. But like, I, I kind of wish they would. They would babe, because I, I your just, friends know you're on a podcast. DM me, email me, call me, text me. Just tell me what the fuck happened. I mean, send a pigeon. I just kind of want to know. <laughs> Like Where did you we don't go have wrong? to be friends again. Just like and that that shit oh man. It it's it's like a mystery like and you can't solve and I think this is the problem <laughs> with even like girls when they have breakups and they don't know what the fuck happens. Like you just want closure. You just wanna know like wh- you know, what did I not have or where did I lose you? I think we all just kinda need that closure, right? Okay. So but, so I came across a statistic. Um oh, yeah. that the reality is in 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 the in the grand li- scheme of your life in the grand scheme of your life in the reality of what you call a life you will only have you will you will have no more than 5 close friends and i think the number was actually like 3 so i'm i'm just going to extend that to are 5 you, are you paraphrasing then what's no 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 cuz the number is three. I'm just extending five because I I just want to be. You're giving the benefit of the doubt. I want yes. On, on the off chance that I read it wrong, but it said that you will only have 
five close Let's friends. Let's say a couple. Like, in we your, only in, have a in, couple. In, yes. And this is where you and I were having an argument. And I said, there's, there's two parts to this. First of all, friendship, connection, love is the basis for a happy life, which is why we human beings seek it out a mm-hmm. lot. You know, but it's the one thing that we will almost never attain by the time we die, at least to not any significant measure if this study is correct. Mm-hmm. Because if if the sum or the measure of a happy life is in the the agency of others, then you will measure your life when you're 80, 89, 90, whatever fuck it is you're old. By, by by the meaningful relationships, the amount of meaningful relationships and close friendships you had mm-hmm. in your life. So if by definition or by this statistic, you don't get more than five, that's fucking scary. That means we need to redefine what we think is happiness or what, what we think quality relationships are. And as I think about this, I realize that majority of people that I will call friends are, are not friends. We were context binds us together right so like friend that you had to be around so let me explain what i mean when i work at xyz company i make friends there it's not because we're real friends it's just because the context of being together in this company by by proximity will be friends when i was at the mayflower school i met some motherfuckers there that you know i was friends with when i was at the other xyz company so i have Everyone that is in my life is a measure of proximity. When I was in college, I had friends because of the college I went to. If I had gone to a different college, then those people would have been different, right? So the point that I made or the conclusion that I came to is that friendship or real friends are the people who transcend time. They transcend the circumstances of the, the origin they, 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 of the friendship. Right, right. They, they transcend time and they transcend context. Real friends are like time itself. It's not past, present, or future. You can't experience it in that lean. So we human beings experience time as past, present, future, right? But if you think about God, God experiences time all at once. To God, there is no past, present, future. It's it's life happening all at one time, right? Like you were born, but then you're also dead in the eyes of God because it's past. Hold on. It's past, present, future. True friends are the ones who transcend these this this limitation of time, this arrow of time, this past, present, future. They're the motherfuckers you look back when you're 90 years old and go, oh, I've been knowing this dude since I was 20. I've been knowing him for 70 years. Like, OK, OK. But this is where you this is. And, and I know, look, that's not an absolute thought. I'm not saying it absolutely because I get it. Some friends can come into your life. And and make impact. Like if I met a if I met a friend now at thirty, does that mean that they're less of a best friend as someone I met in kindergarten just because I met them later in life? So I this is where I think you have to be careful when you say transcends time. We're not saying the person who's known you the longest is necessarily the better friend or best friend or a true friend. Because I have some motherfuckers who've been knowing me and we were friends at that time. But that friendship has not stood the test of time. I'm talking the person who checks in with you. Okay, hold on. Slow down. Say that. Say it again. Okay, so I I get it. I get it. They were friends. They were your friends during that time. During the context, we were in school together. They were your friends during that time, but that friendship did not stand the test of time. It didn't. I just wanted to say what you said again (laughs) because it makes my point. 
I, ah, I, you I, said, no, I said I said time is important, but it's not the timeline. It's not how long you know them. It's do they stand the test of time? So I'm agreeing with you, but I'm making a, a specification okay. that I feel like slight, the way you phrased remix. it. I'm, I'm perfect. If I'm the remix of the remix artist, <laughs> I did what you should have done the first time. <laughs> you didn't get it right. Fuck <laughs> you. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but anyways, like I, I do. I hey, do I'm think- taking applications for a new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> and, good and, luck <laughs> alright the no wife can do what I do <laughs> see you sound like most employees just over inflating their value <laughs> okay okay let's see how your ratings be when I go yeah, yeah, they don't know what I want they I don't know what I do I work so I do all the things around here <laughs> okay oh those are the true feels right there <laughs> that's the true true yeah, when I hear employees telling me about how great they are I'm like <laughs> Okay, let me let me let me let me introduce you to this book called The Replaceable Man. <laughs> See that that's that's the point in that line though, The Replaceable Man. I'm not a man. You can't replace this shit, baby. Here we go. Here we go. Make it all about feminism. The replaceable. You can't replace no the book woman. Is called The Replaceable Man and Woman. <laughs> Too late. Okay. You know, so, fucked it up. Okay, make your point. Make your point. Make your point. Make your Jeez, point. Jeez, what was my point? <laughs> so I just going back, to, I guess, then to the time thing. Like it, it is the person who transcends time. The person that you haven't seen in six fucking months, a year, three years, ten years. It doesn't fucking matter. They're the person that you meet up with and you are friends instantly again. It's like no time has passed. And and the people that you know accept everything about you. Like I, I don't give a point. fuck. <laughs> like if you're the type of friend and like we were close for years, but then I tell you some shit like some personal shit and then all of a sudden you're now no longer my friend. Okay. I, I kinda feel like you weren't my friend to begin with, then you were friends on the condition that I fit some sort of of box, box for yes. you. So let me explain this one. Let me let me enlighten you. This is because this is making my point to when I remix the quote to say that look, <laughs> you don't have any friends. You you just get to a point where you realize you don't have any friends. And for y'all thinking through this right now, listening to us, let me give you some perspective. When I was at the when we we met at Harding University. Uh-huh. This is a private Christian college. Okay, I went to that school. Don't tell them we're drinking. We'll yeah, get kicked. We'll out. get kicked out. I went to that school because at that time in my life, I believed and thought a certain way about the world. Mm-hmm. You and I did. So every friend we met there believed what we believed. Yeah, this was to context. Degrees. Hold on, some were a little more asshole yes. judgy than others, but. but by and large, we had the same belief system because the context brought us together uh-huh. and the context binded us. Yeah. When I was at the Mayflower. The Mayflower. The Mayflower. 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 Oh, you don't say flower. <laughs> it's not the Mayflower. It's, it's the Mayflower. Mayflower. <laughs> <laughs> it's like knowledge. It's like the, it's one word. The philosophy that guides the Mayflower school is self-reliance. It's damn near an atheist school. It fucking is. It was founded by, by an atheist <laughs> who didn't believe in God. So the friends that I met there are contextual to what I believed about the world at that time. If you want to believe that people grow, that means what I believed when I was 10 years old at the Mayflower is probably not what I believe right now, at least not to the degree which I believed it then. And 
if I think about me evolving from the person I was at Harding University where you and I met, then you can see how, again, even if I believed what I believed then now, probably not to the same degree I believed it then, which means that at some point, what I'm, yes, what I'm saying is at some point, this is where I say true friends transcend time. Mm-hmm. They transcend context. The nuances, they, the they try and They transcend the, the circumstances and the situation around how you're met. So, yes, a true friend. I may have met them at a Christian college because we share the same belief. But if they're a true friend, I should be able to tell them that I drank alcohol and I slept with somebody and they wouldn't rat me out. They would ride or die with me, yeah. even though They'd it's help not. help me bury the body. They'd help me bury the body, and they wouldn't turn me in to the deans. Y'all laughing. True story, this happened. That was the popo. Yeah, and then they want to tell you they're your real friends because they turned you in because you're not living they're good Christian. They're looking out for your soul. Yeah, yeah, they fucked up the, the trajectory of your life, got you kicked out of college, still owe all that student loan debt. But I digress. <laughs> Just call that a rant. True friendship transcends the context in which the friendship began. And this is why, and this is why oh, no, I, let me make this point real go quick. Make your point so I can make, should I make my point so you can make your <laughs> no, point? Make your, now I'm going to go forget first. My You've point. been right. going on a rant. <laughs> okay. So I think, I think um, friendship is, is kind of like marriage and love. It can't have conditions and it can't be something that's, temporary like a good marriage is something that you have to know this is it like if you have a plan b in your mind the shit won't work if you have in your mind like oh i can walk away whenever i want which you can we're all free people but if that's kind of like your mindset going into it you're doomed to fail friendship i think is the same way it's like a marriage you you need to know that this is going to stand the test of time so yeah so standing the test let me redefine this because i don't want people to miss this when I say a friendship stands the test of it transcends time, I'm saying we're saying the same thing, but I'm saying it transcends the context in which it was formed, in which the friendship was formed, the, and yeah, the and context. it transcends your evolution over time. Okay, so this is the saying? point that I was going to get to though, which I was looking at our relationship and our marriage, okay. and that's why I brought up the point of marriage and love because you and I met in extremely difficult circumstances then we find ourselves and we're not now. yes we're, we're not, not the, people. the same people there's been a lot of evolution to but sarah and who you were and the men you and, too, and man yes, you were and, not and, the same dude i know and the many beliefs that you and i have had over these last 12 years but our relationship and let me just say, i i i like this version of you better than i even liked the version i fell in love with then and I'm, i and, I like that. I like that. But you see, in marriage, you just force by contract to transcend time. Yeah, and, to and stick to trans- through the, yeah, the to, ugly. To, to stick through the ugly. Uh, a, a social contract you sign <laughs> <laughs> that's at the courthouse that says she take half if y'all don't figure this shit out <laughs> is what is what makes you transcend all the all all the evolutions of the person so far. So far, so far, you're <laughs> <There's> right. <laughs> still a lot of runway left. This plane may not take off. <laughs> Crash landing. And this is why I this is why I remixed that quote. Because you know, DGB always given so much unique perspective. (laughs) (laughs) When I said, I don't I think yes, we just get to the end of we just get to a point where we realize 
that we never had any true friends. And I'm defining true friends as no the people. No friends. No new friends. As the people who transcended context or transcended time. And by time, I mean they transcended context and your growth and their growth. I don't know that you will have that many. You couldn't have that many people in your life. And especially when choice is involved, because in a marriage, there is no choice. It's social construct. <laughs> well, you chose to get but, married. But, but yeah, Hopefully. you chose to get in the contract, but adhering to the contract is mostly not you. <laughs> it's a function of there is a contract. But for somebody who's on a month-to-month basis with you, no contract. Yeah, friendship is a subscription. Yeah. <laughs> Marriage is you paid up front. Yeah, 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 yeah. But somebody who's on a, you know, month-to-month subscription with you. <laughs> to choose to transcend time and to transcend the context. and contract. The, <laughs> I have no choice. When we signed it, God said, look, it's like, it's like we signed shit with the devil. I have my blood in ink. <laughs> made a deal at the crossroads buddy and yeah, pay the piper. <laughs> but 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 it's harder for a friend to choose month to month <laughs> to, to 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 keep evolving with you especially with you. when there's all these other subscription models out there that yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah they can go from netflix to hulu to, to prime you know the moment the moment you start going from netflix and chill to believe in some other shit they want to go like oh serious this is like you're stuck with one dvd you have to play over and over and over and over <laughs> and you until don't you're mind insane. and you don't mind because you like the movie so much it's you could so literally you, you could literally watch it like me and, and this old 1989 movie called nam angel no oh my gosh it's <laughs> so bad guys I think it just guys broke, broke. <laughs> guys that movie is so bad <laughs> don't hate on my movies don't hate on my movies but it's but shite movie. <laughs> but this is why and maybe somebody listening to the podcast now is understanding why they've maybe struggled to keep close friends because friendship and i go back to this friendship is something we all want like when when you talk to people there's there's been millions of studies about happiness and and how does one live a happy life and yes to some degree you know money does buy happiness but you know like maybe not all the way money gets you like 90 percent happy but what you know what's funny hold on what gives you that that 100 happy is is relationships Mm -hmm. like relationships are the key to happiness but yet perception context Uh circumstance the way you met them you know the 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 belief systems you had at the time you met this person this is why friendships don't evolve and don't last because the context it, the, those friendships don't transcend yeah. time so i i just had a thought and you can tell me if this is a stupid thought okay it's a stupid thought <laughs> <laughs> i don't even need fuck you <laughs> What's your thought? What's your thoughts? What's your thoughts? What's your thoughts? (laughs) Never. I'm not dropping so many. You didn't say that last night. Oh don't be see, you can't say shit like that because it creates the wrong perception. Somebody out there You earned it. You earned it. Stop it. Stop it. All right, make your point. Make your point. What was the epiphany you had? Uh, I was just thinking about how, like, you know how rom coms, the the romance novels and the movies and stuff, that shit is a huge industry. Right. Yes. We already know that. But I don't think most people realize that friendship movies and friendship books 
are really just as big of an industry. Oh yeah, because it's Friends. Every, if Friends every, is the biggest if, if you sitcom. Think, if you think about the longest running sitcoms in all of television history, they have some friendship dynamic. Yeah, Grey's it's, Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. Uh, um, uh, the Martin, Friends. Martin. The show Friends. Martin. If you, if you like people, Seinfeld. Yes. They all have these close-knit friends that are ride because, or die because through all they, the weird, they, yes, unusual, yes. fucking awkward... Co- like, they're and there so for you're not, you. You're not even realizing that the reason we love these shows is because they the speak... The bond and the friendship. Hold on. The reason we love these shows is because they speak to a fundamental, like, need. need a desire that we humans it's have. so hard to A find. longing. A longing that we all want. That we can't get in our lives. And you notice how the friends in these shows are never more than like five. Yeah. There's a reason. There's a limit. Because subconsciously, it's not like 10 or 20. Subconsciously, we and, and this is why I think this study has a lot of merit. Yeah. Because I don't think it's by on accident. I don't think it's on accident that friends, uh, Seinfeld, uh, the Ray, Ray Romano, uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. All these shows, it, it's usually five key people. It always mm-hmm. almost stops at the number five. And I think maybe subconsciously, this study is at work, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> maybe. Like, you know how what, we human beings just do art certain things. Art reflects truth. Yes, yeah, yes. Kinda. Art reflects truth. right? And I think this is one of those art reflecting truth where it's like, I don't think the writers and the producers of these shows did that intentionally i think it's on accident speaking to this like you, you're eight. not gonna have everyone you meet's not gonna be your best friend you're and gonna we have know we knit. know that if you get five you're lucky four, you're lucky for the entirety of your life so for movies and shows like this that have eight 10 15 seasons long running speak yep. to this fundamental you know uh again sarah and i do do consultant work anyone trying to write a movie script we want to know how human beings work <laughs> <All right>, us. <laughs> oh gosh you're such a dork no, i love it but i i do see how this friendship industry because this is something that i've told you some of my biggest regrets in life are missing out on some of those iconic friendship moments and just even as an adult realizing that i don't have those kind of friends like you're literally my best friend i'm your only friend yeah let's <laughs> clarify sorry you ain't got no one else i look one it's of my rare. fears in life is that in the event that i untimely die Mm-mm. you would be extremely lonely i would be because even when like it like the we random have, we time we no- fight it's like oh shit i'd like to go call him bitch at with someone right now i know one i got nobody it works for me now but i know if i (laughs) (laughs) but like i i think we have that's the point like i'm i would love that i want that i want the girlfriend i want the guy friend i want the people that i can go bitch with or shop with or get up to mischief with and i i feel like that's something a lot of people want in their life and don't necessarily have especially to the degree that we would like to like I feel like it's a lot of acquaintance types, friendships, work friends. So the you know, acquaintances the people... become people who are stuck in the paradigm in which you met them. So the friends that I had from when I was at that all Christian school, when I was at the Mayfly, Self-Reliance, yeah. when I was at XYZ Corporation, 
they're all acquaintances. They seem like great friends then, mm-hmm. but I think subconsciously we all knew we were acquaintances because we knew that our relationship was only as good as we were in the same context Vicinity. together. Same, we worked the same jobs. We went to the same schools. Yeah. We ate at the same lunch counter. We went to the same restaurant for lunch. Like we all subconsciously knew that our relationship was subject to that paradigm yeah. being in- intact. Like I have people that I'm still cool with and I follow on on different social medias. Like we're still quote unquote friends. So it's not like they hate me or I have no people that I've known for a long time that I have history with. But it's just like that that friendship without the proximity or the context, it kind of dies a little bit. And you don't have that. Because that's all y'all ever had. Yeah. So a true friend is one that says regardless of whatever situation or context we are in i'm a still i'm a still rock with you yeah I'm like still I, I feel like rich, a friend a poor. friend should be like how when you love somebody you can't stop thinking about them you see something funny you want to call and tell them you, you do something cool and you want to call and tell them so like i don't think with true friendship you really can quote unquote grow apart like it's right so again i think this is where we can segue into like parents a little bit because Mm -hmm. some parents don't understand this friendship kind of dilemma this existential part of friendship because they lose relationships with their kids the same way friends die which is the moment a child starts not believing what the parents have yeah they don't treat them them to believe Mm -hmm. like Parents, we spend a lot. By the time you're an adult, you have your identity and what you believe to be true about life. And then you're so proud to pass that on to your kids because it's your identity. Like you finally came to this point of realization. Yeah, so like, yeah, like, like oh, what, you're, you what you're passing on to your kid is what you call wisdom, knowledge, like enlightenment. Yeah. And then your kids grow up and now no longer believe anything you've taught them and, and to convince <laughs> like, them to be fuck true. Fuck you. I'm going to go figure this shit out myself. And But see, here's the problem. Mom and dad still believe the shit that they taught the kid that now the kid no longer believe. Now you they're threw offended. threw away all their wisdom. Yes, yes. So this is where a lot of relationships die, even in parent-child relationships, because the parents, the relationship with their child was always subject to the paradigm in which the relationship was mm-hmm. formed, a.k.a. for as long as my child still believes as I believe, we are yep. great friends and have a relationship. But the moment the, the relationship transcends the context in which it was formed i.e the kid now believes other things about life or no yeah. longer shares completely 100 percent, absolutely what mom and dad believe you see this now in mom and dad then, start uh, getting very judgy yeah you see this in marriages even too where it, it's all based on like a set of if i get this i'm your friend or your confidant or your love or whatever when i get these needs met like we both want kids situation. you know or so, we both want to travel yeah. but then the moment like it's you want kids and they don't want kids or they have a paradigm shift where they yeah. no longer want to yolo they actually mm-hmm. want to pedal down start saving money being responsible like, oh, about well, money I sign up for this shit. now you're at two different paradigms mm-hmm. and that is and you're all of a sudden this person you thought was your best friend and ride or die change yeah. the context change like the when perspective the, when change the, wife, the belief system all of a sudden you're like ooh, ooh, i ooh, i now wonder if they saw me the way i thought it they really you know yeah like the wife gets fat or something and now all of a sudden the husband is like oh i'm not into this relationship anymore it's not working for me okay convenient and then the the man loses all his money 
and now he's broke and the wife's like, oh, um, this, this is not working out for me anymore. Convenient. Like there's a lot of people who have something, an ulterior motive. Like, and, and again, that's a stereotype example for men, sex, for women, stability. No, that's not always true. So I'm just following with the stereotype here. Roll with me. <laughs> Roll right. with me here. But I, I feel like a lot of friendships are the same way. It's an ulterior motive. Like at work, they're just trying to find someone to bitch to or to help them do their work. And, and so you now think you have a real friendship when in reality, they just needed someone to help them pass the time or to help them unload some of their workload on. It wasn't an actual friendship. You know, like I, I got to share this with you because okay. when you said that, some popped in my head. Every employee who's worked for me post-2019, mm-hmm. now post-2018, because this is when I had this epiphany, everyone who's worked for me has probably, at, and, and they've moved on to do other things, has heard me say this. When they're in my office saying, Deji, you know, I'm putting in my two-week notice, blah, blah, blah. Is there anything you need from me? I say, yes. You're not going to understand it fully now because it's not it's not orthodox. But roll with me. I, I will tell them. I say, look, you and I, especially if they're employees I have great relationships with and I'm mm-hmm. trying to keep the relationship. I'll be like, look, so we met at this job. Okay. Do not let the relationship be subject to the context in which we met, which is working here. Mm -hmm. I need you to stay in touch, to reach out, to have the same level level of friendship, jovial, funny, haha, rah-rah camaraderie. I need you to keep that going outside of this company when you no longer work here because I will judge if we were real friends by if that happens. If yeah. that doesn't happen, then, you know, I guess the relationship was just subject to the fact that we both worked at this place. It's what you always say now is like you regret all of the bridges you let kind of burn or die and break away mm-hmm. because those are the relationships now that you're like, oh, that, that would have so much value if I still had that bridge to walk back on. Mm-hmm. You know, so th- that reminds me because we did lose a friendship that we tried to salvage. Yeah, and this was like later. I know what you're talking about. This was later in our adult life. Right, we so, finally learned some like, okay, call the shit out. Right, right. Obviously, a perception so, so, has so per- percep- Yeah, so perception is a bitch. And we realize this now. We've grown in our we've evolved. understanding of life. And you know what we, what we, the best practice or what we teach based on our philosophy to be the verb and not the noun is to call it out, right? Like mm-hmm. when you, when you observe perception being a bitch you want to you want to somewhere awfully wrong here you you want to call that shit out in real time the there's two parts to it because one the people when you're calling it out the people you're calling it out to may may not even be evolved Mm -hmm. you know or or have have their mind be working on such high frequency that i'm I would hesitate to say it like maybe that. I, I feel said like that it, yeah. sounds really judgy, like, oh, you're at a higher frequency. I, I think what you're trying to say is they may not be in the same mindset to try and work things out because they may now have valued that your friendship doesn't actually have value I, to them. I guess what I'm trying so, to say is, okay, so you, you call it out mm-hmm. and shit gets very super weird because 
people want to make you feel weird for calling it out. Like, oh, shit, that just got very weird. Or people don't like it in general, so maybe they just even pacify you. Like, oh, yeah, shit's fine. It's good. It's good. good." And then you're thinking, okay, you buried the hatchet and and fixed whatever. Like, when a woman says she's fine, and a man's like, oh, okay, cool. And you're like, no, 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 no. Fine doesn't mean fine. Fine means you fucked something up. You better keep asking and work to figure this shit out. Because if you don't already know, I'm not telling you. You better you, you better figure this shit right. out. Okay. So the woman's thinking you should know or have it figured out. And and fine does not mean fine. And I feel like sometimes you call shit out with friends and they're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Everything's good, man. Like Or, or like, no, oh, yeah, we sorry we had that misunderstanding. And you're thinking perception handled right okay and then and then and then that leads to my point number two Mm -hmm. is that once perception is fucked it up it is basically fucked up it's like trying to put it's like trying to put humpty dumpty back together it's like trying to rebox spilled milk and like once once the milk is spilt yeah you can't walk back from it like that friend of mine the moment he said that there was just no walking back from it well, I, at, I would at least, disagree. At least not in how I perceived what he said. He may not, like, he probably walked away. Uh-huh. And I'm making an assumption here because he could have meant it the way he said it. But he might have walked away not even realizing that what he had just said just stabbed me in the heart. He might not have realized just how badly he hurt me by what he said in that moment. Well, here, here's the thing, because what I'm saying is, is that that moment was not the moment that everything completely died. Like, if... If you're saying that's the unforgivable moment, then you weren't the true friend. Oh, okay. <laughs> because if he had recognized, if you had called it out and he had apologized or explained and now you understood where he was coming from, it doesn't matter how much it hurts wait, you. Wait, wait a victim blame here. I'm the I'm victim saying, and all of a sudden I'm okay. I, I'm but I saying, get your point. I'm, Very rational point. I did not call it out. So I did not give him the opportunity mm-hmm. To either clarify or double down. So I was not being the true friend in that moment. I get it. I yeah. get it. I get it. I'm- and then like beyond that, like there's there's that element of, of forgiveness and seeing where the other person was in that moment possibly. Because you've said some similar shit to me. Some real shit. That was a long pause, but we're still here. <laughs> <laughs> Give them the side eye. You, like, you know what you did. You've said some shit too. Okay. You've, you've, so, you've gone my toe point, for toe. My point is... That if we were unwilling to kind of walk back and forgive those kind of unforgivable moments. And you doubled down sometimes even when I <laughs> called it out. I was like, hey, what you said, this is what it sounded like. Is that what you meant? And you were like, yes, yes. motherfucker. I'm like, oh, OK, OK. She's going to double down. <laughs> I meant I said what I said, bitch. She's gonna double down. Is there something wrong with your ears? (laughs) I'm like, she's really gonna double down. Oh, oh, we're really gonna do this? Uh, (laughs) It's like that. It's like that. (laughs) Okay. Don't play with fire unless you want to get burnt. Yeah, yeah, true, true. true. Don't go around fire expecting not to sweat. Yep. Lil Wayne. (laughs) So. I should have been a rapper in a different life. (laughs) No, you shouldn't. I'm keep your start, day job my day job i'm gonna start editing quotes next week <laughs> going on you think i'm kidding? Like a, a kidding i could probably start an instagram page off of remixing quotes 
a TikTok page. Won't we, Max? You know what? That's a good idea for TikTok. I'm going to start a TikTok, start doing Instagram stories where I read a quote and go, this is some bullshit. You don't even know how to TikTok. You're too old you're missing, for this You're shit. missing the idea I'm putting out right now. This is this is our new business venture. Reading quotes online and, and then giving our perspective to how that quote was hey. flawed. This motherfucker didn't know what he was talking about. You want to you wanna hear a quote? Oh, jeez. What? Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> They'll have time for me. I don't have time for no Instagram. But no, no, go back to the point. Go back to the point. Go oh. back to the point. So, so you were saying earlier that there was no way for your friend to kind of walk back from the perception. Once he had said he, what he said, there like, was no one saying yeah, it. I had he heard had it. shifted your paradigm. It, it, You're like, it, oh, okay, my, now my, I know how my, you really my, see my me. My frame, my paradigm had been shifted. You couldn't unshift it. A mind blown could not go back to his original <laughs> state, and he blew my mind. So he basically lost your trust at that moment because now you have doubt in your mind about how he really feels about you. So even if you meet up and you call it out and you have it out there's always going to be that little butt hurt feeling in the back of your mind where it's you're like, like once your husband's cheated on you yeah it's like, like ah. you can forgive him but you're never going to trust you him never the same forget way. you never no. forget you never forget you never forget and there's like always 9/11. that little scene never like forget. are you really here <laughs> like are you really like are you really loyal um do you do you really think of me the way i i feel like you should think of me or the way i deserve to be thought are you of? ride or die oh uh, yeah <laughs> why well, you just acquaintance <laughs> yeah like is this convenient are you just here because you don't have a better option and, and this is, is this a lesson leading towards marriage or are we just fuck we just fucking around <laughs> <laughs> that's what you said when we met yeah, this is just a casual why am i the first one to drop the sexual joke in this episode <laughs> it's usually, this is usually your department I know, like, uh, two the, episodes in a row it's been me i'm rubbing off on you <laughs> i apologize y'all you like I'll go back to my regular self. we're just uh casual fuck buddy acquaintance this is, this is all just fun and games still are and then still are. <laughs> and then i looked at you like yeah baby uh-huh i agree totally 100 percent. and you know what that was what i lulled you into a false sense of complacency <laughs> i became a boiling frog <laughs> so so okay so point <laughs> still trapped point uh, i was trying to make point i was trying to make so the the friends that we had we had so perception was a bitch like uh-huh. it always is. But we called it out this time. We, we call it out. We call it out. Called a meeting. But but I think for one, when perceptions already fucked Been it a up, bitch. it's yes that bitch does not go back in a jar, right? <laughs> not that you put bitches in jars, but <laughs> <laughs> or you could or make or could. What? <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with I that. I think you're confusing yourself. Okay. You know, because even when we had the, oh, you know, that's not how I meant it. And oh, that's not how we meant it. Okay. It's, it's like, still, so we both had good intentions. So can, Neither can, of can us the relationship we were... go back to like a couple weeks uh-huh. ago? Yeah. Right. And then you figure out that it's it's just not, it's just not, not the, the same. same. It's just not yeah. the same. So what started off, what a friendship that started off as like, man, this could be for life. This could yeah. be, ends up becoming one of those relationship that, that dies in the context in which it was born it mm-hmm. it it dies in 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 where it began it never transcends time it mm-hmm. never transcends you know fizzles out context so when i say that great friendships need to transcend time they're hard to come by what that's why yes because i'm like yeah you can meet somebody in your life and we're bringing this full circle you can meet somebody in your life right now uh-huh. who is 
seems to be a great friend in the context in which you met them. Say, man, you're you're down on your luck. You ain't got no money. You're living couch surfing, you know, you know, food, shelter, home shelter, food, food banks, whatever. You meet this one friend who's just there for you, you know, has your back, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they're a great friend now. And you might have been friends with them for five, 10 years. But the point I'm trying to make is, they're still a friend in the context in which you met them. Uh-huh. When you become fucking filthy rich mm-hmm. or they become fucking filthy rich and I'm using in rich poor context, yeah. when the context changes and I'm using yeah. rich poor because it's clean. It's a clean metaphor, clean comparison to make when one of you like does it change the context of when it changes the context of the friendship are you still friends yeah and and this has to happen enough times over time so yes yeah. true friendship needs to be battle tested it needs to survive the test of time and by test of time i mean it needs to transcend a couple evolutions <laughs> or so, revolutions so here is is where i'm gonna leave us with a question a thought for our next podcast dun, dun, dun. Or just a podcast in the future. like Or for people to mully over. Whatever. Who the fuck cares? Okay. So the question that I would pose is, does the end of the experience or the end of an experience, a relationship, devalue the entire experience? Because what you felt in those moments, like you talked about with your friend who kind of made that comment, he was still there for you in some vital moments. For context, just, we, we, it's, it's, I love your question, but that question, I think, packs punch if I can give some context. Can I? Sure. Super quick. Super yeah. quick. So this your, this is where your, I love your question. Uh-huh. But this friend of mine, this rela- when this relationship died, he, was, he had pulled me through the darkest the time of my life. When we went through our separation for six months uh-huh. and I was a zombie walking. Yeah. This was a person who was there for me in By more the way, ways. I'm sorry I broke your heart. I'm I sorry am. I broke your heart too. You're making it sound like it was just my heart broken. Like <laughs> I'm the little bitch over here. <laughs> We're both bitches. Okay. <laughs> no, don't be sad. You can be my little bitch. I treat you right. I'll take care of you. You know, I so, got you. So, so I got you, boo. Hold on. So in the moment, in the moment in time in which I am experiencing this friendship uh-huh. with this individual, it felt and i am i it i'm having a spiritual moment right now because that relationship that friendship felt so real that mm-hmm. if you told me that at some point we would no longer be friends i would have slapped the shit out of you yeah because i'm like this shit feels so real to me right now mm-hmm. i don't know how me and this person don't stay friends forever, forever. and like, the ever shit you've been through like yes. there is so no when i'm saying quits. that perception ends relationships and and the reason why you know these shows friends seinfeld is just you know five friends the entirety of your life when I say that, I'm trying to explain that even in the acquaintance bucket, the people who end up being acquaintances, there are some deep, rich, emotional connections that there are people in that pile that you thought were going to be like day one to yeah. day end. You become so close. You're like, I can't imagine that this will ever not be. Right. So so your question is a powerful question. I've, I've thought but, about but that. I wanted, but I wanted to lay the ground and the context for people to really yeah. understand 
all the raw emotion you're trying to describe in that question. And, and I don't and, even think I did it justice. I know. Because like, so this is the question. This is why I pose this question. Because you and I have had over the years, we talked about our separation and like, you are definitely my best friend. You're the person I've evolved with, grown with the most. And I, I can't imagine my life without you. After the shit we've been through and done, done. The I fireworks can't then, we slept in for two weeks because we were being evicted. Because we couldn't make rent the next yeah. month. Like, we've been through some the shit. shit. And, and just being on, on the opposite end of that, like seeing, seeing the, the finances doing well. And then, and then you end up in my acquaintance good. pile. Yeah, like to see this love, this relationship die, I can't imagine a world where that exists. But we've had enough doozy of fights where that's a reality you have that's, to start that, thinking about. That's a possibility like, that may be out there in the, in the whole possibilities like that. Like it can that. happen. So this <laughs> yeah. is where I had to I'm question. I'm sure there's a reality out there if you if you watch, uh, uh, what was it? <laughs> the the Iron Man, lines. Iron Man. You know, uh, well, which one was it? It wasn't Endgames, the one before Endgames, Infinity Wars. What the fuck are you talking about? Right where now? there's a reality out there where you and I could be divorced. There might be a reality that exists oh, okay. so in a, an a, alternate a, parallel, a universe. Yeah, that's not a that's not an that's not an Iron Man thing. That is a complete <laughs> philosophy of alternate timelines and quantum mechanics and okay, physics okay, and all that smart. shit. Okay, okay so Stephen Hawking. <laughs> <laughs> I told you parallel universes are she medication. She all these dudes, all these people. <laughs> these are, are some common theories that um do not just belong quantum to the comic physics. book no one knows quantum physics physics but everyone knows infinity wars see you've got to talk to the people in a way they can understand you out here using language don't nobody know what the fuck you're talking about don't nobody know that infinity Anyways. wars was about quantum physics parallel universes yes in a parallel universe you and i are definitely like in multiple versions probably not together because there's been so many times we almost didn't make it and hell like you said we still got a lot of runway so this is a question i've had to ask myself because in no way would i easily want to give up the love and the friendship and the relationship and the history that we have but should that happen that begs you the question like is it is it a waste of time? Did I, did I wait? Is this a waste of time? Is the love that we share now not real just because it hypothetically ends at some point? So say if I'm married to you for the next 20 years and then we get divorced, does the time spent now and all that we've built and done and learned and grown together, is that somehow worth less now because it ended? So this is, this is why I bring this back to this best friend question because does someone stop being your best friend because you stopped being close and stopped being friends or were they just your best friend in that timeline I, or were I, they never your friends at all? Like that, do you see where I'm, I see where you're going and you know, people who heard your question will have to answer it for themselves and hopefully y'all give us some feedback uh, when you give us a five star rating and all that <laughs> kind of leave your they thoughts. They can rate in the whatever they want to fucking <laughs> I will give you my answer okay. to that question. I want to give my answer, my perspective. It's probably going to be different from yours. Because most of you who are hearing the question, and I'm assuming here this is an assumption, I'm thinking I'm probably going to say you yes. You know what they say about assuming makes, an, makes ass an ass out of you right. and me. So I'm ready to be an ass. But I know most people who hear that question will probably say that, yes, that friendship was still real. It still meant a lot. And in the in the, in the scheme of a life lived, yep, yes. I say no, and I'll tell you why. Why? Because 
there was this TED talk that gave an experiment ah, with, with, with kids. And so uh, two kids went through the exact same medical dental procedure where they got their tooth taken out, their mm-hmm. wisdom tooth. Very painful procedure. Yeah. Takes about an hour. Kid A, kid B. Kid A was given a candy bar. A little at sucker. The, a little sucker at the start before he went into the one hour procedure. Kid B was given his sucker, his candy, at the end <laughs> of the procedure. Now, they asked both kids to take a survey as to which one had a better experience of this very painful, traumatic experience. And every time they did this study, Kid B, the kid who got his sucker after he had gone through the painful procedure, recorded having a better experience of life than Kid A every single time. Because the placement of the reward is what determines how we rate the life lived. I'm just, I'm just you giving you... You know what this makes me think of? What? <laughs> <laughs> makes me think of this is why at the end of sex, it's important to always make sure the woman orgasms. Oh, yes. A man's orgasm should not be the end of sex. Dude, dude maybe we will do this <laughs> oh, in the next podcast. We will give you a lesbian's take. <laughs> On, on men and sex. You just gave the idea for the next podcast. Stay tuned for that one. Okay. But, oh, but, but when, when you have the gr- your great friendships at the beginning of your life and not at the end of your life, science and studies have shown that you will look back or on that, that life. Or how that friendship ends, I think, is more like... Or like how the friendship like ends. sour, like it yes. sullies the whole the end, memory. The end is what we remember. It's, it's what creates the experience and how we perceived it having value. So the fact that the relationship ends, it does not count in the entirety of the life, which is my point, because it is what you will remember. Uh, but so, see, okay, so, hold on. So hold I on. just mic dropped right there. No, no, no. She, she's not going <laughs> to let me end on that one. She's like, <laughs> on such a somber note. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that. I'm going to remix this shit. <laughs> So what about what about being the verb in evolution? So if I outgrow someone and maybe they were a valuable friend and a close friend and a dear friend and I'll always care for them and love them, but I've outgrown them. You're not wrong, as babe. A, as I'm an just, evolutionary I'm, I'm just explaining life, how we, we know that life is a verb. It does not. It's not a noun. It doesn't end. It doesn't stop. I know so, that. I wrote the philosophy, so my Sarah. Point I know is, that. <laughs> I know that. You're. That's like telling you're talking Jesus, to the co-author here, right? Like, okay. That's Wait, like telling Jesus what the Bible says, and Jesus looking at you like, "Motherfucker, I was there when it was written." And I, you're like, "You, Jesus, I'm the Holy Spirit. Come on, we in this together." <laughs> These split personalities. <laughs> come full circle all all the way from the rock to the holy spirit (laughs) listen those some ogs so i'm a cool motherfucker anyway you split it okay so end your point end your point end your point and end the podcast by disagreeing with me (laughs) so I'm, i'm i'm walking back on a lot of the shit we've talked about because i feel like this is such a complicated 
it is idea and, and just is. concept we're, we're trying, of not, we're relationships to make light and of friendships a very, of a very complex topic. And and so to say one way is true or one way of thinking is true. We've we've said this before. We'll say it again. There is no such thing as a complete truth. And so all we're talking about no is different perspectives. Is right. You know. So on one hand, the end of a relationship can almost erase the entire relationship. On the other hand, you go through phases in life and you grow as people. And sometimes the person who was a best friend when you needed that person is not the person that you need as a friend 10, 20, 30 years from now. Doesn't mean they weren't a valuable friend. Life evolved For the context you were in. For the context you were in. But this is, again, goes back to my original point that a true friend transcends time. Exactly. Are they a ride or die? So that's that's the other thing. It's like... A, a, a true, true friend. friend is a ride or die through any phase, through any change. Okay. So my, it, it's it's there is no complete truth in this. Yes. How do you define what makes a good relationship? What makes a good friendship? Who you invest your time in, and and who has value? How do we figure this the fuck out? And then you add social media in there, where nobody's real friends to begin with, anyways. Like that fucking documentary that we started right. last. What was this, what was that fucking called? I don't know. I don't know. But but let me let me say this. Oh, let me say man. this. Let me say this. Let me say this. We human beings experience time as past, present, future. See. We see time in an arrow. It's linear. It's linear. That's how we human beings experience time. God, however, if you think about how God experiences time, past, present, future happen all at once. From the time you were born to the time you die to you not even existing and everything everything in between, God is seeing and perceiving all at one time. That's why you omnipresent being doesn't. That's what you call fucking omnipresent perspective, right? So God has a perspective of time that transcends context and transcends linearity, which is how we humans perceive it. Uh, And that's the point I'm making. I'm making that parallel to being a friend, a true friend. A true friend, in, in the way I'm defining it, is a friend who transcends time. I'm not talking so about. I'm not disagreeing with hold the friend on, hold who on, is a true on, friend when on, you needed on. it. I'm agreeing in the time with you. you needed it. Hear me out. Okay, I'm listening. Um, I'm not saying. I'm not talking about time in the in the linear way in which human beings understand time. I'm thinking about. I'm saying think about time the way God perceives time right now. That a true friend transcends time aka they are good for you past present future not born not dead like this is a friend who 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 is above the context who's above the circumstance or the situation that's y'all might have to listen to that like five six different yeah. times if because i see I you struggling no, I i'm not you struggling, struggling. <laughs> don't don't get confused with my emotions here. I see your mind struggling to adapt to this complex this is thought. A, I think you are wrong. Okay. And I'm about to call you out. Okay. 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 I, I think there's a I, little. I, I, I guess we get a lot of emails and, and comments on this one. There's a little, like, there is some truth. Again, there's no such thing as a complete truth. There is some truth to what you're saying. And I agreed with you almost at first. And then now <laughs> as we're coming, almost, you almost had me. And then I thought beyond you. <laughs> I surpassed you. So. <laughs> I, I see what you're saying, and that is true that a, a true friendship, ideally, 
ideally the best friendships, the ones that are like should transcend so time. Rare, I'm not saying like, it needs to have the longest time. I'm not saying it needs. But see, sometimes a friend a even friend, doesn't I'm not transcend saying a, times in the in at least by your definition. I'm not saying a true friend not, is the friend you've known for 50, 60 years. I'm saying a true friend is the one that you've known. So I could outgrow <sighs> a friend. Think about okay. Think about someone who like let's go to a really macabre storyline kind of dramatic story. Say I'm a street urchin and we're a thief together, okay. and we get through the shit and we steal and we rob. And we do whatever we needed to survive. And you were a true friend when I had nothing and was in the shit. But then thieves. I decide I don't want to be a thief anymore. I grow. I educate. You decide not to educate, not to grow, not to evolve. And, and stay a thief. a thief. And I educate, build a career, build a legal, safe, mm -hmm. happy life. You may not be a good friend for me in the future in the sense that I may always love and care for you. But if you are going to come into my house and steal from me or try to get me to continue to stealing and risk what I've built as, as a successful legal career, you may not be a good friend for me now while I will always appreciate and care for you. And so you are a true friend. You, you stand the test of time in the sense that your friendship still has value for the time and the context and the place you were in, but it may not still be a true friend in that future moment. Okay. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. So I'm, okay, if I'm 50 years old, 90 years old, and I'm thinking, and I don't know that I even, I'm trying to describe a, a, an experience of time that maybe I don't even have the words for, but when I'm 90 years old and I'm thinking about my true friends those five the five that i get to have at the end mm -hmm. which by default you already want so <laughs> yep. those four additional you lost, friends you lost the these, second these so. are people that i would have had to know years together hold on years like 70 60 50 years and they've evolved with me through the shit or 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 and and we've been through like they've evolved through the context of me and the evolution or whatever which we're running out of fucking time or or <laughs> this by, one's going long i hope y'all are in or, for a long ride or or these are friends that i would probably need to meet in the last years of my life that i formed great bonds with because they would be it's the sucker at the end of the yeah. procedure so I, I do like the idea that so maybe the definition is people who can stick through you through transitions. I'll meet but I don't you at even the think, end. Because I don't even think that, though. Like I said, in that example of like someone who was a thief or, or maybe a bad influence in some way, but they were a good person and they helped you through a time, they may not be a good friend for you long term. They may change and become worse people and you become a better person. I don't think you were tied. But, but they will to, fall in the acquaintance bucket. No, because they were a true friend in the time that you needed that friend but, in that time, but you evolved and drifted into different paths. Okay, okay. So I'm saying you could end in different places. It doesn't negate where you started and, okay. and that you were friends and a true friend at that time. I think that's how you even get to the four or five because I don't think you have four or five good friends all together at the same time. Like, I, like the people who do are extremely lucky and need to know how lucky they are. True. But... Okay. But this is where I have to circle back to what I was saying and, and why I think I think this is such an interesting podcast and I've, I think this has went long because this is so 
complex and different and you're trying to define what constitutes a true friendship and I think when you're having that kind of conversation it's so interesting how there's so many different aspects you have to consider the timeline spent through the evolutions and and just all of the layers and layers and layers and it's so hard to quantify something so nuanced. But I think at the end of the day, I, I have to say that people come in and out of your life sometimes at the times you need. And I think for you and I, what's interesting and what's kind of even maybe I would say a challenge and why we face such a challenge with making friends and having friends is that a lot of people, if you notice, like you were saying earlier, when you're going through high transition phases, those are when you really usually tell who's the real friend, like the person who stuck with you through kindergarten, grade school, high school, college, and, and you've changed so much over that span of time and they stuck with you. So you understand this person is a ride or die because they were with you through thick and thin, through all the context and the changes and the nuances. But you and I have both traveled so much and moved around so much that we sort of missed a lot of that opportunity. I get you. Like you you lacked even like the close proximity. So they, they didn't have the opportunity to be through the transitions. Like if I moved every three to four years, that's about the time period you would transition. And so I didn't have that chance for someone to I've, stick I've had through. I've had a, a boss tell me one time because I was talking about not having enough friends and he just knee jerk. He said, you move too much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, last year you're in Texas, <laughs> this year you're in California, but yet, you know, year before that. <laughs> Somewhere else. Like, yeah, it's like you move too much. You're, you're not allowing those friendships to, to get grow. grounded through time. And then you, you even build the habit because it's like when you always make the joke of like, the single woman who wants to meet her prince charming, but she never goes out of the house. It's like, how the fuck are you supposed to meet someone? You're gonna meet the takeout guy? Like, like, <laughs> how the fuck is this supposed Uber to eats, happen? Uber eats. Yeah. Your, your husband's an like, Uber Eats <laughs> Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure it makes it difficult to have a meet cute when you never leave your apartment. You know, so, so go ahead. With, with friendships, it's like you and I kind of laugh about that. That oh yeah, we'd love to have more friends, but then we never go out. We never go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> how the fuck are we supposed to meet these and we wonder why we keep creating the same yeah. reality over and over so we again have, like the work acquaintances and shit and, and like the gym acquaintances like so the- so so we never try to meet friends outside of context mm-hmm. every friend we meet is in context yep you know so i'm gonna end with this as you said that uh-huh you you made my mind kind of go full circle be <laughs> the verb where i said you know, think about how we human beings experience as we get to the end of our lives. We realize, you know, that study, you only have but like four or five real friends. Maybe life and friendship is a lot like a pie chart where those contexts of friendships are each individual pie slice in that pie chart. And while you may look at it and one perspective is the ones you meet, the pie at the end of the life, um, based on that TED talk is, you know, the, the, that's how you remember your life. Maybe the secret sauce here is like, everyone is a best friend because if they were like, they're all good for you contextually at whatever point you were in your life. So everyone you meet is a best friend. Maybe, maybe that's how we need to see this. 
I, I kind of think I get weird. You I, see where I'm going with that? The pie chart thing did not make okay, sense. Okay, take the pie chart okay. thing out. Maybe that's me trying to be too small for my <laughs> so own. Like, I, don't, I was looking at you like, but, but, but I'll maybe, eat maybe, pie, but I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Maybe maybe, um, maybe the secret is, or maybe the, the perspective we need to have is all these friends we look at as acquaintances. Every maybe, relationship maybe and moment every, every, Maybe they're value. all best friends, yes. So that I think, yeah, that's how you should I'm say coming that. full circle to your point. So every relationship every moment if you choose to engage and experience with someone i think you need to always kind of look at it like this experience has value even if it ends negatively even if the experience ends negatively it can be something you grow and learn and evolve from so that you have better relationships in the future so no interaction or emotion or relationship should really be viewed in a completely negative so maybe the perception as a bitch is the term acquaintance no one's an acquaintance. They're all best friends. Well, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. I'm going to keep disagreeing with everything you say. This is what you signed up for. <laughs> Aren't you glad I'm your best friend? Yeah. Anyway, lots for you guys to think about. Um, th- there's a lot here. There's a lot here. So we appreciate you. Well, uh, yeah, lot, lots, <laughs> lots, lots here. If you like what you heard, definitely uh, leave us a comment on, 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 on the podcast. Rate the show. Definitely five stars because if you rate anything like anything less than five stars, obviously your perception is not aligned with my perception. <laughs> You're so rude. Let them rate us whatever they want. So rude. We appreciate you guys taking the time to listen in on our conversations. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.